I'm Tanya Muhammad, and this is Act Two, New York. It was uh, such a, a fun time to to connect with human beings. <laughs> We've been doing all these Zoom things, just these virtual recordings. It was finally great to to play with humans. It was not, you know, as much as I had energy to do it, it, it was definitely, I had to dig deep in order to do that for myself. Um, so that was a really exciting kind of moment. We're going to take the work when we can get it, when uh, when there's a lot going around, you know? And uh, hopefully this carries well into the fall for us. The decision was either that I was going to be completely depressed and crawl into a hole or do something for the community, and luckily I chose the latter. Blue Eyes had it right about New York. If you can make it here, you'll make it anywhere. That's why millions of musicians flock to the Big Apple to make their big city dreams come true. On a good week, a regularly employed musician can play a classical show on Tuesday, accompany a cabaret singer on Thursday, play the neighborhood dive on Friday, followed by a jazz brunch on Sunday. Not to mention all the fairs and private events sprinkled in between. In the before times, there were plenty of gigs to go around. Street Beat Brass Band was just one of those acts, and it was tailor-made for New York City's frenzied gigging scene. In addition to touring and booking big-name events in and outside the city, they'd also been seen on television on Good Morning America, CBS, New York One, and also covered in many local newspapers. I caught up with Jeff and Alex, two members of the band, in early summer 2021. So I'm Jeff Fairbanks, and I am a trombonist uh, and composer, and also these days uh, a tubist, which is a tuba player, sousaphone player, really. Hey, I'm Alex June. I am a trombonist in New York City. We're here talking about Street Beat Brass Band. Approaching 10 years now. So now I know all the guys in the band um, since uh, way before that. Uh, it's kind of a New Orleans flavor brass and drums band. We stroll around and uh, as well as playing stationary. I joined Street Beat Brass Band later in the proceedings because Jeff was actually the, the trombone player. Right. He wanted to play the low notes. So uh, <laughs> he had to find somebody, and it was me. As a freelancer, you like street beat was is one of my things. There are, there are other things like uh, I play in wedding bands, other brass bands. Sorry, Jeff. You got it, man. Go for it. <laughs> uh, I, uh, don't, don't forget that you were you were and Jason and a couple of guys as a band were uh, subbing on Broadway here and then. I'm sure you guys did a lot of that. We were scheduled to play March. 12th or it was either 12th or 13th or the 11th or something like that and like de blasio was like shutting things down one by one but but i was getting these emails from workers yeah we're gonna play today we're still gonna work my little off-broadway show the unsinkable molly brown the irony of the title and uh i locked my door to my apartment taking the elevator down and i got a message saying nope we're done like COVID had shut us down. So mm-hmm. the, the pandemic hit us mid-March 
and uh, it was pretty lull. It was we were in this void of nothing. Like like I wasn't working. I don't know if Jeff was working, <laughs> but uh, nope. <laughs> we have cyclical things like we do the um the, the circle line cruise uh from manhattan to bear mountain we do uh the biggest one is the return of the five barrel bike tour i don't know oh. if you're familiar yeah. yeah that's another one of the cyclical ones we'd always done that for a really long time oktoberfest is usually the band's busiest time but not so last year in fall of 2020 they had an entire season of Circle Line cruises canceled. That includes about a dozen dates. The boats still sail to celebrate, but without Street Beat Brass Band due to strict COVID restrictions. Yeah, just we take it for granted, all these little pop-up things that we do. And so finally, when when we had something that, that Jeff calls us for, it was just like, yes, I'll do it. <laughs> Our first thing was a pop-up birthday party uh, on right. the sidewalk and uh just to do that was a, a breath of fresh air it was just like say oh my god i'm playing if you remember alex the woman burst into tears you remember oh, that yeah. yeah it was big it, partly because it was a birthday it was a surprise her mm -hmm. sister or brother arranged it for the human interaction i think that was the most beautiful takeaway from from our first gig in the spring of 2021, a better opportunity finally arose when the band was invited to travel to one of the largest events held in the country since the pandemic began. Actually, uh, we just went to the Kentucky Derby. We were originally scheduled to play last year, and... Uh, it wasn't in the cards they didn't think it was safe, which was a, a good idea. So that uh, they pushed us to this year. Well, by fall 2020, beginning of 2021, I was, we were all feeling pretty confident it's probably going to happen. We were watching, I was watching the news coming out of the Super Bowl 2021 because that was, to me, it felt like a bellwether. Okay, if this is going to work, you know, the, the derby will probably work. Luckily, there was just the four of us and we had been, you know, in close proximity on gigs that we felt comfortable uh, stuffed in a, in a van <laughs> to drive down there. We drove down there, by the way. It was a 12-hour drive. Yeah, so we got to see what the, what the South, how they managed it. And there was, you know, uh, up and down. I, th I did see signs like, like, you must wear a mask. And I think when we got there a couple months ago, it was half or, or more than more than half. I feel like it was, yeah, it was around 40 or 50% the last I remembered reading about it. Yeah. So there were still a lot of people there. You know, of course, the the energy was great. There's just high spirits, you know. If you had never been there before, you would probably think, oh, this is packed. You know, it's still, there was lots of people. So it was, the, like, the joy, the happiness was all there, I'd say. A woman shoved a, a $5 bill down my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That was the best moment of my life. So we've had interactions, you know, that's that are positive. We've had, we've had, of course, negative ones. <laughs> there was a woman who was telling us to, an elderly woman that started talking to me, and I, I put my mask on when she approached me. Yeah, because oh, I want to, and I'm doing this for her. You know, I was already vaccinated. I, 
I'm wearing my mask to protect other people. She told me, oh, take that mask off. And, you know, mm -hmm. I kind of let it, I, I kept my mask on and I just kind of like took it lightly, joked around her, but you know, it, it made some other guys in the band pretty upset. And, and um, there's been a spectrum of uh, positive and negative interactions with people because of all this stuff. A lot of the positives. It was uh, such a, a fun time to, to connect with human beings. <laughs> We've been doing all these Zoom things. Finally, great to, to play with humans and, and play for humans, which is, uh, you know, the name of the game in our business. Back home, gigs remained very few and far between. Among the few bright spots were a series of outdoor happenings organized by a theatrical producer who was bound and determined to bring some kind of live performance back to Manhattan. Actually, we've been uh, involved in these pop-up concerts. Uh, what, what is it called, Jeff? The, the Times Square things? Uh, well, the, the official name of that event is Taste of Times Square, but yeah. that's, that's just one of the events we've done. What ties it all together is... Um, Holly, right? Yeah, this, there's yeah. a woman named uh, Holly and Devlin. It's Holly and Devlin, H-O-L-L-Y hyphen A-N-N-E-D-E-V as in Victor L-I-N. Um, so I'm a theater producer here in Midtown, primarily in Times Square. She's produced a whole bunch of events starting summer 2020. That's really when we started playing together, kind of limited because it was still, you know, in the middle of the pandemic. With her production company, Kaleidoscope Entertainment, she came up with the Hell's Kitchen Happiness Crew, a New Orleans-style procession with drum lines, dancers, and performers, including our very own Street Beat Brass Band. So tell me about the Happiness Crew. How did that idea come about? Are you from New Orleans originally? Yeah, I actually have lived between New York and New Orleans. My ex-husband worked in New Orleans. So the way that I started the Happiness Crew was I saw that everybody was very depressed. This was before they were doing like the 7 o'clock like, clapping or whatever. Um, so we would bring musicians out of people that were married and lived in the same apartment, and we would play under people's windowsills to cheer them up. And then it turned into this much larger thing where we'd go in front of businesses, and then it extended to 400 artists. Yeah, I'm with Kaleidoscope. I work as a stage manager with Holly Ann. Um, I met Holly Ann. Actually, we were doing a show together right before the pandemic hit. I was stage managing one of Holly's shows that is with Kaleidoscope. It's called Happy Hour Prohibition, and uh, that's how I met Holly Ann, and that's how I got roped into doing all this awesome stuff throughout the city. That's Brent Sennett, who's often on site with the Hell's Kitchen Happiness Crew at their events. I think it was at a point where, you know, COVID was still really rampant. Um, but, you know, as artists, we were all kind of struggling because we knew that Broadway wasn't going to come back for at least another six months at that point. So Holly was like, you know, I'm going to bring people together. I'm going to create music and I'm going to, you know, make people happy. It was kind of the thing to, to let New York or the world know that we're still here exactly. and we're, we still we're not going away COVID isn't going to beat us that sort of uh, you know pep rally uh, mm -hmm. hurrah uh, and that's really what it stemmed from was giving artists work and creating this you know sense of entertainment bring art and culture back into the city because the city was dead and that's what the city needed was was this injection of the arts again and we were all in the same boat, like, yeah, we, we're going to be, we're careful, but we, we want to get out and play. We're all craving musicians and, like, performers and the, and the audience are both craving each other. She did a wonderful thing. I think she did it out of her own pocket. Is that right? At the beginning, yeah. yeah. 
the thing that was wild was that I paid for that with all of my own money. And then eventually I started raising money and worked with the Times Square Alliance. And then we started picking up a little bit. But for the first six months, I paid for it all by myself. Why are you doing so much? Like, what pushed you? Like, so many people just got depressed and sat in their pajamas and drank wine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I definitely, you know, for 16 months, I have never stopped. I also have been married. I've been in relationships for 14 years. So this was the first time ever to get divorced and then be in a pandemic that I was alone. So I was alone and the decision was either that I was going to be completely depressed and crawl into a hole or do something for the community and luckily I chose the latter. Uh, I'll have what she's having. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a lot for sure. Yeah, yeah. It was not, you know, as much as I had energy to do it, it, it was definitely, I had to dig deep in order to do that for myself. Um, so that was a really exciting kind of moment. It feels uh, great like we, we did June 5th. We did the, you know, the return of the happiness crew and we did something in West Village and it was, uh, it was great. It was packed. Um, basically no masks because almost everybody is vaccinated or, you know, we're on the honor system, but you have to assume. And it was good weather and it was just, just a great turnout and it felt like, um, it, it, it felt like old times again. It was great. It's just amazing. Like we're in the 21st century and, uh, we're, I don't know about Jeff, but just my career is one step away from being eliminated by a touch of a button of a DJ pressing a button to play music. That's all he's got to do. And meanwhile, I have to practice like five hours a day to, just to, to, to get this working. And uh, people love it. P people, people are craving live music. Uh, it's, uh, it still startles me that you know that there's radio and, and CDs and, and MP3s and whatever, and they they're still wanting live people playing good music. So that's I think that the interest is is there for for a good summer for for us to be playing to be working. I got to follow the Hell's Kitchen Happiness Crew as they paraded around the West Village in early June. All right. We're gonna do St. James Infirmary as a as a medium tempo like second line. So we'll we'll, we'll just follow what you're doing. Oh, okay. This is Mardi Gras in New York City. It's awesome. It feels like New Orleans these days, doesn't it? I was just telling Eva, one of these days she can go down there. And she's gonna hear all that kind of music and the best food. Good people. Have you guys been going out at all? Uh, not too much. It still hasn't it hasn't gotten as good as we wish it would have. But hey, if there's music in the streets, you don't need to go. That's right. It's pretty awesome seeing all the reactions when you guys are walking around. Yeah, yeah, people have always uh, been reacting positively and um, it's been, this is like one of the most fun types of gigs we can do. This is kind of, well, it's very loose. I mean, we're being careful and all that, but, uh, but it's a great atmosphere. It's really fun to play uh, on these. So. Last summer we were sticking around later and you know doing what they call busking where you go and playing around all the outdoor tables and not so much not as much this summer right now well, that's because you have gigs it's amazing it's like new york city's back it's kind of awesome bigger and better or different no it's it's the same amazing i used to tell people um that it's well this is a little bit like shrimp season in, a, in, in New Orleans. That's the feeling I'm getting right now. All of a sudden, everything's opening up. Uh, as I was just saying, this particular band has two more gigs today, but 
not the same personnel because everyone's working so much. I've got to rotate around. I don't know how many people I have today, probably working with about eight different musicians, I think. As I followed the crew through the crowds, passerbys were cheering and dancing. Swarms of people lined up at their favorite brunch spot like the old days. The sound of live music was spilling out into the streets and business was booming. New York seemed not only alive, but bigger and better than ever. Unfortunately, all the hope from this summer is being clouded with more uncertainty this fall. But I really hope that optimism can carry us through the rest of the year. We're grateful that um, with uh, what Holly and Devlin has put together, she's put these programs together that, that basically provide an anchor to bring us out here. We're going to take the work when we can get it, when, when there's a lot going around, you know? And uh, hopefully this carries well into the fall for us. production of Race Car Radio. My name is Tanya Muhammad, and I produce the show along with Garrett Tiedemann, who also does the post-production, original music, and sound design. Production manager, Gabriella Montequin. Our executive producer is David Hoffman, who also composed our theme music. For more information, check out Street Beat Brass Band on their website at www.streetbeatbrass.com and follow them on Instagram at Street Beat Brass. Don't forget to check out Kaleidoscope Entertainment at Kaleidoscope ENT, one word, to hear about all the other events they organize. I'll have more information on some of the performers featured in this interview in our show notes. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook at Act Numeral 2 NY and Instagram at Act Numeral 2 New York spelled out. If you like our show, please subscribe on any of your favorite podcast apps and leave us a rating and review. It really does help. Race Car Radio is a division of Citizen Race Car. We tell stories. <laughs>